Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for being here on this wet Ash Wednesday. Well, today is Ash Wednesday. It marks the beginning of Lent. When I mention Lent, what comes to mind for you? Is Lent simply about self-denial? The more rigorous, the better. Is it about somehow jumping through hoops to score points with God? Or to somehow force God's hand into doing something we want or think that God ought to do for us? Or is it simply a tradition, a 40-day tradition for you? When we consider Lent, actually none of these things is what a true God-honoring observance of Lent is about. The invitation to a holy Lent, which we heard just a few minutes ago, points us in the right direction. Lent, when properly understood, is intended to be a time with special focus on spiritual disciplines, including things like fasting, prayer, self-denial, and reading and meditating on Scripture. All good and godly things which we are instructed to practice in Scripture. And these are also disciplines which we see modeled in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ himself. All of these things that I've just mentioned are incredibly important God-honoring practices, but they are not a means to an end in themselves. They are, in a true sense, a means to an end, but it must be the right ending point. To reach the right ending point requires us to start in the right place, and that means starting with the right biblical foundations. This is what Jesus is getting at in our gospel reading from Matthew 6 that we just heard a few minutes ago. He talks about how to give and how not to give, how to pray and how not to pray, about what fasting with right motives looks like. And in verses 19 through 20, the concluding verses of our reading, he really gets to the heart of the matter. And the heart of the matter is your heart and my heart. And the question posed for us is really twofold. Where is your and my treasure? And second, what do you and what do I treasure most? On what do we place the highest value and priority in life? Is there treasure on earth right here and right now? The reality is that the stuff of this world will slip away from us in the end, whether we want to admit it or not. And it is only of value for a very brief season. What value will the things of this life and this world have in the scope of eternity? Let's say 40,000 years from now. That car, that house, that bank account, whatever it may be for you and for me. Jesus warns us against giving the things of this world a level of importance that really only belongs to those things which are of eternal value. Those things which draw us closer to God and make us more like Jesus. What we treasure, what we truly value, will govern our lives. If God is the ruler of our lives, if Jesus is truly our Lord, then the things which assist in drawing us closer to God, closer to him, will be things that are our priority. So wonderful things like godly practices, prayer, fasting, giving, study, and the list could go on. They are not an end in themselves. 
They aren't somehow about moving God to do what we want or what we think he ought to do for us. Rather, they are to change us. They are to align ourselves. They're used to more fully align ourselves with the heart and the mind and the will of God. And that also means that some things, even even seemingly good things, may need to be set aside to create more space in our lives for God and his purposes and his priorities. It also means holding less firmly to the things of this world and holding more tightly to the things of God. A story I've shared here, I believe, since my arrival once before is about the Bible commentator and pastor of the 18th century, Matthew Henry, who was robbed on one occasion. And that evening upon arriving home, Matthew Henry wrote these words in his diary. Lord, I thank you that I've never been robbed before, that although they took my money, they spared my life, that although they took everything, it wasn't very much, that it was I who was robbed and not I who robbed. Matthew Henry had learned to not hold tightly to the things of this world, but to firmly grasp and cling to the things of God, those things which are of real, eternal, and lasting value. This Lent, in these next 40 days, may we each seek God, may we learn from God to more fully make room for his rule and reign in our lives. May we continue to more fully allow his spirit to work in us, God's will and God's plan and God's purposes so that we are more fully disciples of Jesus. And may what God does in us in these next 40 days not simply be for these 40 days. Brother, may it be a true deep work of God in our lives that is of lasting and eternal significance as we grow more fully into the people that he is calling us to be for the glory of his name. Let us pray. Father, search our hearts even on this Ash Wednesday as we prepare for a holy Lent. And Lord, by your gracious activity, root out of us those things of this world which are keeping us from being more fully surrendered to you. God, help us willingly to lay them aside. And as we lay them aside, to take up those things, those priorities, those disciplines of your kingdom, which will be tools to enable us to become more and more like Jesus and to live out the reality of the gospel in the world where you have placed us for such a time as this. And we ask these things in Christ's name. Amen.